to After the Whistle. This is episode 60. We've been on a long hiatus, but it is back. College football, our bread and butter, is finally back. Yeah, you know, you could say our long After the Whistle hiatus was like 50 years because the Milwaukee Bucks won an NBA championship while we were gone. That's been a long time. It, it's that, that feels like it's been five months. We, we could have, when the Bucks won their last championship, 71 or something? Something like that, yeah. We could have made this in 72 and said, the Bucks drafted this 6'10 monster, does everything, scores 50 points a game, and won an NBA championship, we would have been the same thing. Mm-hmm. Kareem to Giannis. Insane. And it was so fun. It was very fun, especially at the game. And now the Brewers. Brewers. The Brewers have my hopes way too high. Wait. I, like, I, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much I think the Brewers are going to win the World Series, I'm at, like, a 6. This is the best, I think this is the best team we've ever had. By far had. the best. By far the best team we've ever Top had. Top the bottom. We have a three-headed monster. Plus two excellent closing guys. We for playoff. We are built for playoff baseball, and we're dominating the regular season. Pounding the baseball, clutch hits all over the place, and we're about to sweep the Giants. Multiple stars. Adamas, Yelich is heating up. Mm-hmm. Escobar hasn't even like done what he's capable of. Yeah. And then all the filler guys. This is like, like I don't even want to get started. We're gonna get let down bad. Very much. But we got the Badgers on Saturday, so we're here talking college football. First of all, we haven't talked about realignment yet. Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC. I personally hate it, but I, I feel like it was inevitable. Very much inevitable. I, I don't hate it, personally. Because I, not, not that I didn't like the Big 12, but I always felt like it's too dominated by those two guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could say the same thing about most other conferences. It's just dominated by the same guys. But I feel like in the Big 12, the gap between those two programs which is so much higher than the third program. Like, I feel like with Ohio State and the Big Ten, like the drop-off between Ohio State, and like Michigan, Penn State, and Wisconsin isn't as big as the drop in the Big 12 is. So do you think Oklahoma and Texas can get to that SEC level? I think, Oklahoma, I think Oklahoma, Oklahoma's at that level already. Yes. They're at the level already. They it will... might help Oklahoma on the, on the line side. Mm-hmm. So that's all they really need. That's all they're missing behind Alabama. It's just that line size that Alabama has. They can just bully Oklahoma whenever they play. I think with SEC recruiting, I think they might be toe-to-toe in a couple of years. Yeah, I, I think Oklahoma's already at that level. It's going to be seamless for them. I think Texas is going to struggle at first. But in five years or so after they end, I think we're going to look at them just like Texas A&M. Just like Texas A&M. Do mm-hmm. you think Texas A&M gets hurt, hurt by this at all? No, I don't think so. They got their – I think they got the better coach of the two. So they I have by far the better coach. They have by far the better coach, so I think they're just fine. And they just inked him until 2031, I think. Mm-hmm. Signed a 10-year extension a few days ago. So who do you want to – where do you want the scraps to go? So we got the Big 12s kind of left behind those eight teams. I want the Big 10 to pick up Kansas because college basketball would be nuts. Mm-hmm. I, I would like us to pick up probably just Kansas and maybe Iowa State. But the thing I preferably Notre Dame prefer well yes Notre Dame obviously but out of the Big Twelve it'd be those two but the thing is I'm afraid that the smaller Big Ten schools are going to not want that to happen uh-huh. which so scares me a little the bit the Rutgers of the world the Rutgers the Maryland maybe Nebraska the Purdue Nebraska stuff like that because you're just dividing up the Big Ten money another two ways which is not that they survive off of that money but. That money is a big chunk of how they drive their revenue. Yep, and Kansas and Iowa State aren't going to help you in football no, they're, money. No, they're not going to help you in football money, which is all that matters. Yep. 
No, there's talk, there was talks today that Big 12 is looking to add BYU, UCF, Cincy, and Houston. I'd rather the Big 12 just dissolve. I don't think we need another, like, half group of five conference mm-hmm. mix, in the mix. Because then you got teams like, you'll have a team like Cincinnati, maybe Iowa State winning a conference championship. And I don't, they're not on the level of these other power conferences champions. Especially the way with the proposed new playoff system is at. Yeah. Because yeah. that you're just giving a basically two power, two group of five teams a shot in the playoffs then. Mm-hmm. And they're just not on the level as half the SEC is right now. Mm-hmm. So from there, week zero, the main event of week zero is Nebraska, Illinois at noon. Brett Bielema. Brett Bielema. Back in the big, back in me, the big 10. Had me feeling weird, man. I, I don't know. I, the whole time I'm looking at him in the Illinois uniform, I'm like, do I enjoy this? I'm like, should I be happy for him? I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't know how to feel about Brett Bielema, but I decided I love Brett Bielema. Yeah, so I decided, I just decided that. I'm cheering for him. He took us to three straight Rose Bowls. Yeah, we haven't yeah. won a Big Ten championship since he left. Yep. And I think that was the purest brand of college, uh, Wisconsin football we've seen. This this year's team could match it if they put everything together, but we haven't seen that explosive offense that Bielema's team has brought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was the only thing with Bielema. For me, I'm like, well, he did put us into the Anderson year, so I'm like, uh... I don't know if I liked him for that, but I'm like, well, he brought us three appearances in the Rose Bowl, so I can't fault him as of right now. Just like Oklahoma and Texas, he moved on to the SEC to try his next challenge. Yeah. It is what it is. You know, um, I'm, I think Illinois is going to be a threat in a couple of years to us. Oh, very much, yes. I think Illinois is just getting started this yeah. year, and I already have them winning a lot of games this year. Yeah, you got to go in seven and five. They beat Nebraska. I didn't think they beat Nebraska. I thought they'd cover but they, they took it to Nebraska. I was, like I told you, I said I was shocked when I saw the line that Illinois was favored, or was the underdogs in that game. I'm like, I get the better team while they're at home with a guy who hasn't, with a, against a team whose quarterback hasn't gotten any better since his freshman year. I'll gladly take Illinois. The weird thing to me was that Illinois beat the crap out of them last year, and they were still underdogs this year, and they both had about the same amount coming back. Illinois probably had more coming back. Yes, the Illinois on game day. I remember I sent it to our group chat. I Illinois has the most super seniors in college football this season, this season, which helps a lot, especially with experience, especially with a new coach having guys who are in the system who are co- very coachable or dedicated to this program. So I think that helped Illinois a whole lot. Yeah, crowd sounded loud. That was the first crowd college football game since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That felt good, and. Nebraska just okay. I don't know how long you can have faith in this Adrian Martinez guy. He sucks. He's horrible. And my my take is that it's not even his fault that he's still starting. It's just the coach's fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, he lost his starting job last year. Yeah. for a while, and it's so he should not be starting this year. If you can't find somebody better than that, somebody that, who can throw the ball twenty yards downfield with accuracy, you you're not going to compete in the Big Ten. No, as simple as that. Uh, and that's talks more besides Scott Frost coaching his recruiting as well, that he can't find a guy better than this guy. When I looked at the roster before the game, it was like they used to have, you know, they have playmakers like they had uh, Wandale Robinson mm-hmm. was his name. He transferred away. They used to have receivers. I can't even think of their names right now. They had really good receivers for a while. One of them was J.D. Spielman, yep. I think. He's gone now. Their best receiver is Cam Taylor Ritt. He catches a punt inside the two-yard line and runs in the end zone and tries to throw the ball out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, 
if that's your best weapon, you're in big trouble this year. Very much. In Illinois, I don't think they're that good. But you got them going seven. And I think they're really. I think they're good. The only thing that scares me is that quarterback. I haven't heard anything from him. It looks he, like he got collarbone. Yeah, so I think he's gonna be out for a while. But even though, even what's his name that stepped in, Sikowski. Yeah, he looked fine. So I'm like, they're gonna, they're gonna play a brand of football where they're just gonna eat the clock out, pound the rock, and just beat teams on the on a possession game, basically. And that's what they did with Nebraska. I mean. Brett Bielma at Wisconsin had Scott Tolstein scoring 70 points a game. So he takes Art Sitkowski, who had thrown 20 interception in, interceptions in his career, and he goes up 30 to, what was it, 30 to 6 on Nebraska? Something like that, yeah. It was impressive. It was good coaching. Very good coaching. And, uh, Hawaii at UCLA wasn't much of a game from the start. No, not at all. UCLA looked fast, and they're running. They were pounding the ball. I feel like it was different from past years when they kind of let – Dorian Thompson Robinson do whatever he wanted. They were pounding the ball. They got that Michigan transfer, Zach Charbonnet. Mm-hmm. I I do agree with it. Usually it looks very good in this game, but also at the same time, it's Hawaii. Yeah. So I'm not taking too much from this game, yeah. if anything at all. We'll, we'll see Saturday night what UCLA is really made of, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on. Okay. We'll start with the Thursday games, and we'll kind of preview each team's outlook for the season as we go. We'll start with the main game of Thursday, which will be tonight. We'll drop the podcast tonight. Ohio State at Minnesota. At Minnesota. It's... At Minnesota. And, Nolan, you just checked the weather. Probably rain for the second half. Yes. That total has been driven down. It started at like 70, and now it's at 64, all because of the weather. So you got Ohio State with the best receiving group in the country, probably by far. By far. Literally no, nowhere even close. Yes. I think they have the number one and number two wide receiver in the league right now. And now they got to play in a rainstorm. But they do have a great running back returning, Master T. I I see more of this game not on Ohio State's side. I see it more on – I don't think Minnesota's going to be that good. Mm-hmm. Minnesota's biggest threat is Ibrahim. That's how you say Rashad, it? Yeah. Ibrahim? Yeah, Rashad back. Yeah. And if you're running the ball in Ohio State, you're running into their best – the best part of their defense, their front. Mm-hmm. They're just monsters this year. Ohio State – Overall, I think they're still going to be widely regarded as the best team in the Big Ten, but I think they have some serious holes they got to fill this year. Mm-hmm. You saw their secondary against Alabama last year. Not good. Horrible. And they lost guys from that team. That, that's going to be a big issue. They got everyone back up front. They lost Trey Sermon. That's my other issue with Ohio State. Trey Sermon like ignited their offense in that Big Ten championship, mm-hmm. basically got them through the Big Ten championship, and then he ran all over Clemson. Master Teague wasn't showing that kind of explosiveness. So I wonder if either Master Teague's going to have to step up and be at that level for Ohio State to make it back to the playoff, or they're going to have to find somebody under Master Teague like they did this sermon. Yeah, and also brand-new quarterback. Yeah. First quarterback they've had in a while. So, I mean, it's – you know what I mean? CJ Stroud – Hiccups. I don't – yeah. CJ Stroud, don't get me wrong. He's good, he's good, he's good. He's a five-star. But, I mean, we haven't seen him play. So until someone, until you go out in the field and show it to me, I'm a little skeptical, but I'm just going to trust the process in Ohio State quarterbacks and just roll with Ohio State minus 14. And that's what also scared me. This line's been at 14. It stayed at 14 for the past two weeks. I like I Initially when I thought of this game, I thought it's at least 20 uh-huh. just because of how Minnesota's been the past few years. Yep. Ohio State, um, other thing, Quinn Ewers. The five-star freshman. Do you think he plays at all this year? 
Do you trust Stroud? I think he's. I think he's going to play this year because he's definitely going. I think he's going to get in against uh, when Ohio State plays their non-conference schedule. Well, somebody else. Yeah, when they're absolutely destroying some team. So I think he does get in. I just, but I don't think he's going to play enough to. I think he's going to get redshirted, so I don't think he's going to get enough games in to then be, unless CJ Stroud struggles. I think it'll get interesting after Ohio State's Week Two game. They play Oregon. Oregon has a star-studded defense. They got NFL players lined up at all all three levels of the defense. I think Stroud might struggle a bit against them. I got Oregon winning that game next week. Just a little spoiler there. I think Oregon's loaded on defense, and they'll like be able to expose Ohio State's you know, inexperience mm-hmm. right away to start the year. It is in Columbus, so that scares me a little bit. But Ohio State, when they're replacing a lot, they've shown hiccups in the last, you know, five years. Yeah, I, I, I'm still going to roll Ohio State. I, obviously, unless tonight, obviously, it's still next week. So a lot of times, but I think Ohio State's going to be just fine this year. Boise State, UCF, two good group of five teams. Both with new coaches. Both with new coaches. I like Gus Melzahn and a returning quarterback over what Boise State has coming back. Yeah, you, UCF, I'm a little scared because Taylor Gabriel's been really good, and I see what Gus Malzahn did with Bo Nix, who was supposed to be really good at high school, mm-hmm. and has not developed whatsoever. So I'm a little scared with him there. And I, I don't know, I, UCF has always been a powerhouse. I don't think they're going to be as good as they have been in recent years, but I think they're good enough to beat Boise State, though. I agree. I, I feel like there's a lot of momentum behind Boise State on this line, it's only five and a half, but I still like UCF's explosiveness on offense. And especially since Boise has got to travel all this way. Across the country. Across yeah. the country, so I like that even Probably more. sell a crowd. It gets crazy in Orlando. And UCF games. opening line was four, now it's at six and a half. So a lot of people are betting on UCF. Okay. okay. And I also took UCF. Minus, what I, I think I got at six and a half. Next up, your NC State Wolfpack kicks off tonight, Nolan. Oh, yeah. Love the Wolfpack. This is huge year for the Wolfpack. We have a lot of, lot of uh, good things to go off of last year. Got a lot of guys returning. I mean, granted, everyone in the country has a lot of guys returning. But I think this North Carolina team or North Carolina State team has a lot to prove. I, I, I think that if they were on the other side, they weren't in or if they weren't in Clemson's division, I think it'd be. They have a shot to play in the ACC championship game, but since they play in Clemson, they just they have no mm-hmm. shot. The ACC is a lot better this year. Very much. That's what I saw. They were horrible last year. I think they lost just about all their bowl games. I think so, yes. Even, Cle- even Clemson got blown out by Ohio State. So North Carolina State has – they were surprising last year. They, were, they weren't supposed to be competitive. They Would they finish like 500? I think so. I think Something they finished like at 500. And they got most of their guys coming back. South Florida is pretty bad from what I've heard. I got NC State as one of my plays. I got them beating that 19-point spread. Oh, so do I. Yeah. Utah kicks off against Weaver State. Not much to say here, but Utah is going to be one of the favorites in the Pac-12 South, a loaded Pac-12 South. Loaded Pac- I think the Pac-12 South is going to be very competitive this year. I can't, I'm excited to watch the game. I think someone from the Pac-12 South will get into the college football playoff or has a good chance of getting into the college football playoff. If they can run through it. I feel like it's too competitive. The winner might have two losses by the time they get to the Pac-12 championship. Yeah, that's the only thing that scares me. But I think they have a good chance, though, still. Utah's got transfer quarterback Charlie Brewer from Baylor. That's a huge addition. Mm-hmm. They're just such a consistent program. 
Yeah, I yeah. Utah, you can usually in most years just pencil pencil them in for like a nine and three and just move on to the next season, basically. And I think this year could be something special. Mm-hmm. And they're playing for that running. They had a running back win freshman of the year last year, and then he passed away the day after winning the award. They're playing for him. I think it's kind of made to be for Utah this year. Yeah, it's definitely Utah's team of destiny this year. And I also had them, was it 29 and a half? Got them minus 29 and a half. Yeah, okay. Bowling Green at Tennessee. Kind of 28 and a half, excuse me. Going to give myself more points there. There you go. Bowling Green, Tennessee, foreign game, new coach for Tennessee, though. That's kind of the intrigue. They got Michigan transfer Joe Milton. I don't think Tennessee's going to play any defense this year. So I got the over in this game. Yeah, Tennessee, uh, I think it's going to be a brutal year in for Happy Valley. I think it's going to be brutal this year. You think so? I don't like their coaching hire. Don't like their quarterback. I think it's going to be a tough year for Tennessee fans. I think they'll put up points, though. I think they're a good over team each week. Yeah. That's all they did at UCF. With this coach, just put up points. True. What's his name? Quaple. Yep, Quaple. Yep. They'll put up points. I got the over, over 60 and a half, 60 and a half that game. Arizona State, another Pac-12 South team, kicks off against Southern Utah. They'll probably kill them tonight. What do you think about Arizona State with all the background stuff they got going on? See that? That's the main reason why I. This is the best team that the Sun Devils have ever had. Mm-hmm. I, I like Herm Edwards as a coach. I'm a little scared of what's going on behind the scenes at Arizona State. I don't think that affects them too much, but I think they just have the problem that they're, they're going to be a team this year that beats the team they're supposed to be, but then lose to the games they're supposed to lose to. And I think they just play three or four teams that they're just supposed to lose to. I think that just hurts them this year. Mm-hmm. I, I think they have one of the most talented groups in the Pac-12. But what I saw last year is, like in that game against USC, Right away, the Pac-12 opening game, probably the most watched Pac-12 game of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaden Daniels just didn't finish the game. They were up big against USC. Jaden Daniels couldn't make – he's not a big downfield thrower. He can run. Mm-hmm. But I, I wasn't impressed with his throwing, and I think that could cost them in big games. I, I had them winning the South. I think they're so much more talented than the rest of them, and this is the type of year where Herm Edwards could take things to the next level. So I'm behind that. Mm-hmm. I just worry, like – if they were to play Oregon, Jaden Daniels can't throw on Oregon and they can't run as easily in Oregon. Yeah, I – see, I just like USC's – I like Keaton Slovis better than Jaden Daniels. I think that's what's going to help USC this season mm-hmm. over Arizona State. I, just, I don't trust USC's culture right now, you know. I guess. Well, I, they're they're going to be – Well, you trust State Arizona State's culture going on right now? I do. They're, <laughs> they're breaking rules for their benefit. That's it. It's not like they're – it's not like – um, let's say uh, Tennessee. Yeah, I guess they're they're just breaking rules to get their coach fired, right? They're kind of making up <laughs> stories about McDonald's bags. Arizona State's got recruits coming in in COVID time, so they can bring them into Arizona State and you know get them coming there. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of thing. I like what Herm is building. I think he's pushing it a little bit. That's why they had all this issue this off season. But I think people are going to get behind it when they start winning games in the Pac-12 South. Mm-hmm. Friday, Friday games, I'm really looking forward to North Carolina at Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Finally a full crowd at Virginia Tech. That's yeah. a big thing. Yeah, it's definitely the game of the day, too. I am a little, I don't want to say skeptical of North Carolina this year. I'm worried. I think you should be. I'm skeptical. worried about that. Worried about I, them? I think worried is the term. I think they have such a good quarterback in Sam Howell. I'm afraid that 
they just have so like a lot of key players missing this year, especially their two running backs. I think that's hard to replace. And they also last year, even with those guys, lost games they should have won. Like mm-hmm. Florida State, was it Wake Forest? Was it? I can't. I can't remember. They lost one other game where it was like sixty to sixty three. Like I just don't know if I can trust North Carolina big spot. I think this is a big spot to start off the season. Absolutely. Enter Sandman's playing at Lane Stadium. It's going to be huge. Coach coaching first job. Yeah. Like this, this game I have weird vibes around. I'm going to stay away from it. But if I had to pick a side, I'm just going to take the better team in North Carolina. But I am not touching this game whatsoever. I I don't feel confident in any situation. I got North Carolina in this game, not because I'm cautious on North Carolina. I got to see how they fill all these weapons, you know. They lost the receivers, running backs. They still got Sam Howell and a good offensive line, but I got to see who they fill in those spots. I think they've recruited well enough to fill the spots that they'll still be really good this year. But I'm picking North Carolina in this game because I think Virginia Tech's a straight dumpster fire. They got guys transferring out. They had their quarterback transfer out. Everyone wants Fuente gone. I think this is the type of game where Sam Howell could come out, throw for 400, and get him fired. He won't get fired week one, but yeah, he'll I, be on his, well on his way out. Yeah, this – I don't know. I just get bad vibes with this game. I, I don't know what else to say. I just have bad vibes with it. Last year, I think it might be a total game because last year it was – there were certain numbers in this game. I think North Carolina had like 56. Yes. I think it was that game where there was almost 100 points. So mm-hmm. the total is only 64, probably because it's at Virginia Tech with that crowd, but I still might, I might even, I haven't even picked it yet, but I might go over on that. Mm-hmm. I don't think the defenses will be that good. Yeah, tough. Old, tough. Old Dominion, Wake Forest. I think Wake Forest might have a breakout year coming. Yeah, I think Wake Forest is going to be what we just said, our ACC prediction. I can't remember what I had them, but they were very... You had to win in 10 games. I... It stood out to me. <laughs> okay, I can't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, 10 games, but I, I just picked the games, and I picked whoever I thought was going to win, going to win. We gotta do have winning ten games. I mean, but got, the thing is, they, they got play. 20 starters back. Yeah, they they have ever basically everyone coming back, and they beat North Carolina last year in that close game. And I think the ACC after you get from Clemson, North Carolina, Miami, it's just a bunch of teams where it's like anything can happen. And I'm just gonna trust Wake Forest. I think Wake Forest has the talent to just win those close games, those 50-50 games. They have a good quarterback. They were they were pounding Wisconsin for a little bit, and then Duke's Mayo Bowl. Yes. Before, like their quarterback had gone the whole season without throwing picks, and he looked great in a half against Wisconsin. And then all of a sudden, like they hit the wall and they threw like two pick sixes, and everything went downhill at once. It's kind of what happened happens when you play a good defense for the first time in mm-hmm. the whole season because the ACC was so bad that, last year. But now they're more experienced than the rest of the conference. They got a good quarterback, probably the fourth best quarterback in the conference, but still in that conference, that's huge. Yes, very much. So I think they can have a really solid year. And they got Old Dominion right away. Old Dominion's bad. I think they could run it up quick. Yeah, oh yeah. And Lions 31, I'm definitely taking Wake Forest. Yeah, I, I went first half on Wake Forest because of what they did to Wisconsin in the first half last year. I think they'll jump them bad right away. And then who knows what happens in the garbage time second half. Mm-hmm. Kansas kicks off. Is this their one win? Ooh, see... I have them winning two games. You do? So I think this is going to be their first win. But I I don't know. I think Kansas, I mean, I don't know. It's tough to say with Kansas just because of how bad they've been. I do love their coaching hire. 
They got a lot of guys transferring from Buffalo to follow Leopold. I think this Kansas team is going to be, I don't want to say better than people think they're going to be because people think, I still think they're going to not be that good. But I don't think it's going to be the Kansas of old where it's like Oklahoma and Texas show up and score 70 points. I completely agree with that. I trust Leopold. He's won everywhere he's gone, and he's got Buffalo transfers coming in, and they were good last year if Buffalo was. Mm-hmm. They should have won the MAC, right? They, they would have. Yes. Heavy favorites, and they blew it somehow. Yes, their running back was amazing last year at Buffalo. Yes, that's right. Yep. So I think they'll be a lot more competitive. That Texas Tech game for last place in the Big 12 would could be huge for Kansas's program going mm-hmm. forward. Michigan State at Northwestern is Big Ten conference game right away. I don't like either of these teams that much, but I think Michigan State's a little better. They got more coming back. Northwestern has a lot gone from last year. Yeah. I don't know. This game also is weird to me just because I don't like either of them. I do think Michigan's a better team, but Northwestern's home. So I'm like, well, mm-hmm. weird stuff happens at Northwestern, so that's why I'm scared. So I, I would lean Northwestern, but both of these teams have way too many question marks for me to pick a, t- pick a team right away. I just think last time Northwestern was replacing this much two years ago, they had a really bad year. And now even this year, they're replacing their defensive coordinator for the first time in like 13 years. Yeah. I think that's huge for them. It's still Pat Fitzgerald. They'll still be solid, but he's got to take on a bigger role now right? Mm-hmm. And they're replacing all that new quarterback. I think Michigan State built a lot of momentum last year when they beat Michigan kind of out of nowhere with a new first-year head coach. I think that was huge. I think they can start off a potentially bowl season this year. Mm-hmm. I think they can get 6-6. Six and six. Michigan did also beat them last year. Just fact check that. Michigan? Mich- Mich- or Michigan State beat them Mich- last year. Michigan State beat Northwestern beat last North- year. Oh yeah, Northwestern was good last year. Still. Yes. So that's I don't know. This game, I'm, I'm going to lean Northwestern just because in a close game, I always like the home team. But I'm going to take the under. This it's going to be big classic Big Ten football. Big Ten football. The total 45. is 45, and it's going to go under. Awesome. Duke-Charlotte. I think Duke is by far. I can't even say they're by far the worst team in the ACC because Syracuse is there. But Duke is bad. Very bad. They got Charlotte, though, I think. This will be like their one win, I think. Yeah, I think they win. I think they cover six. I got that. That yeah. is okay. Yeah, they probably should. they they should cover power conference against yeah Charlotte, Northern Colorado at Colorado. Colorado had a huge year last year, but I think they drop off a little bit this year. I think in their bowl game against Texas, they kind of showed they were a little flawed. I, know, I was big on Colorado for that game too. Yeah, Colorado was huge on last year. Lost a lot of guys. I, I mean, they're I don't want to say the Pac-12 is going to be they're they're in the tougher Pac-12 division. They're in the South, so yeah. I think they're just going to struggle this year, which. Sucks. I do like Colorado. I think they're they have the potential to be good. I just don't think they they just I don't think they're going to be mm-hmm. as good as people think. They're kind of relying on transfers this year, and I don't know when they lost by thirty to a iffy Texas team last year. I was kind of turned off. Mm-hmm. Okay, right away Saturday we'll be there. Penn State at Wisconsin, Madtown, their first full capacity game in two years. I I just cannot wait. I've been thinking of this game for. A long time. Mm-hmm. I was looking back into the history books. I think we've lost to Penn State the past five times we played them, if I remember correctly from what I from my research. We 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 struggle against Penn State. We pretty bad. do. I I've been looking into this like people like Penn State was bad last year. They were really bad last year. But then it's like, well, they had a bunch of opt outs. But it's like, but even then, they were still so bad. It's like these guys haven't played football in a year. Then a lot the of those guys had opt outs. Like the opt outs came back. 
No, well, some of them did come back. They did. Some of them did come back. Some of them went for the draft. So then I'm thinking about that. Then I'm like looking at Wisconsin. Our running game, our running game last year was god awful. Grammarts didn't look right after he got back from COVID. I don't. I, I'm still gonna take Wisconsin though, minus five and a half. I feel, I still feel pretty good about this game, even, even with all I'm skeptical about. I was all ready to be nervous about this game, but I looked. I was ready to get behind Penn State to upset Ohio State this year because I think Ohio State has so many flaws, mm-hmm. but I just didn't see it in Penn State. They have a new offensive coordinator that could be huge. Mm-hmm. Sean Clifford needed that. He struggled last year, very bad. much. It's very bad, and they don't really have that stud running back like they had in Saquon Barkley when they beat us. They just always seem to catch us in a down year. Like just thinking back, like. They beat us with John, when we had Jonathan Taylor at their place in that down year between the two years. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Ten championship, they came back from down like twenty eight to three. Mm-hmm. That was absurd. Yeah, that was. I can't even think the last time we beat them. It's been a long time. I know that. I, I'm all in on Wisconsin this year. I think we're Rose Bowl bound. Um, Mertz is going to be better than he was last year because he's not going to be hurt. He had a shoulder issue all last year. It's going to be a year older. Um, Paul Chris is back to calling plays this year. Mm-hmm. They experimented with Joe Rudolph last year. Dumbest thing I've ever seen. They had they had Mertz walking back to the sidelines like a high school player to get play calls. Mm-hmm. It was not. Good. It was absurd. They got a transfer running back from Clemson who came in and won the starting job. I think that's going under the radar a little bit. Very much. Because we were much weak. We were weak at running back. Jalen Berger's like. He's not Jonathan Taylor. He's kind of small, but he's quick. And so we needed like an experienced guy to share carries with him. We mm-hmm. couldn't have Jalen Berger as our number one this year. We always have a good line, and the defense might be the best, I would say, in the country. Right there with Alabama. We won't be as talented as Alabama. No. But numbers-wise, we'll have better numbers in Alabama. Mm-hmm. I. Yeah. I, I still like Wisconsin this game. Yep. I'm never going to pick against them, so. I think Wisconsin's defense against Sean Clifford is a big mismatch. Very big mismatch. So I got the Badgers minus five and a half. I hope we blow them out. I hope so, too. That would be awesome. Start off the year in a blowout. Stanford at K-State. I think Stanford's awful this year. Both of these coaches are coaching for their jobs. Mm -hmm. And I think Stanford has somewhat of the better coach, but I think Kansas State has the better players. Definitely the better coach, but... Kansas State lost their last six or seven games last year after Skylar Thompson got hurt. When Skylar Thompson, their quarterback, was playing, they beat Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I think he makes a huge difference. He's back this year. I think Kansas State wins by about 10. Yeah, and that's at um, Jerry's, World. Jerry's World, too, mm-hmm. on the fast track. Long I love Kansas. I love Kansas. Yeah. Louisiana at Texas. I'm all over the place on this game because the line makes no sense. Well, it started at, like, 15. Yeah. Now it's down to eight. I know. Which like, is the exact opposite of what you think it would be because Texas, with all the donors and whatnot they have, and how much money they have as a popular brand, you'd think that the line would go the other way just because people are betting on Texas. It feels a lot like that Illinois game that we talked about earlier where Louisiana was the better team last year and everyone's coming back mm-hmm. when you compare these two teams. Texas has a new quarterback, new coach. They are at home, but... I just like Louisiana. They beat Iowa State last year. They're clearly a really good team. I think they can at least cover eight points, if not win this game. I have Louisiana money line on my card. I Louis, like you said, Louisiana's been 
the better team the past year. They, I think they literally have 21 of 21 starters coming – or 22 of 22 starters coming back. I think so. They – last year, everyone made – or they came out of nowhere and beat Iowa State week one. I think they do the exact same this year against Texas. What do you think about the Sark hire at Texas? I'm skeptical, personally. I think it's going to be good, but not in year one, just because these aren't his guys. He's got the Saban years under his belt, which is huge, because he wasn't that great at USC. He kind of got chased out the door there. Mm -hmm. So he lands at Alabama. It's just another story where Saban picks a guy up and gets him a job, and can he get it done here? I I think in the long run, he's going to be a good hire. But like I said, none of these are his guys. So, and these are, I mean, and also that your quarterback question, I don't think their quarterback play is going to be that good because you're replacing Sam Allinger, who has been, a, I don't want to say a legend, that's not the right word, but a very he's been their starting quarterback for, for a, a three, long, four years. three to four years at Texas. He's done good things for them. And I just don't know how you can replace him right away, especially in week one against a tough team. Mm-hmm. I agree. They still got Bijan Robinson, though. But Louisiana's defense should be tough. Uh-huh. I don't think Texas will be able to run all over them like they did Colorado in the bowl game. Mm-hmm. I think that's why Texas has all, all this momentum. Mm-hmm. They beat Colorado in that bowl game. They got a new head coach, great staff coming in. But I I just think Louisiana's a better team right now. I, I think they're very much a better team right now. And Louisiana might go – I don't know what their schedule looks like, but they might go undefeated. They're that good. Don't they have to play Cincinnati? Are they in the same division as Cincinnati? For conference? No, they're not in that conference. Oh, no. they're not. They're in Coastals, though, aren't they? Yeah. Coast, one, yeah, they might run the table. Yeah. Um, you're a big Purdue guy, Nolan. Oregon State, Purdue, it's kind of a bottom-tier game for each conference. But you have Purdue finding some success this year. See, I every time when I'm doing these predictions, I'm like, oh, yeah, Purdue. And I keep thinking, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, Rondell Moore, all these guys. I'm like, oh, wait, shit, that's a different Purdue team. I Purdue also has a tough spot in my heart, so I'm always going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm always going to give Purdue the benefit of the doubt. And I also think they benefit this year mainly because I think the West is very beatable this year besides Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I have them getting a lot of wins. But I, Oregon State, I don't think they're going to be that good this year. Their basketball team is a lot. They're very good. Their football team, not so much. So I, I, I think Purdue, especially at home, traveling with the travel, I think Purdue beats them pretty easily. Yeah, I I have both teams going below 500, and I have no play on this game. The line's seven. I think Purdue's a better team. I have them winning, but seven's just a tough one. Um, Purdue's got David Bell back. I think that's huge. And he needs to have a good year because last year they just, Ronnie O'Moore and him were injured all the time. Mm -hmm. They just didn't put it all together. If they can put things together like they did, was it two years ago? They had Ronnie O'Moore and David Bell, and they beat Ohio State. Mm Mm-hmm. If they can put it together like that, Purdue could what you have them finishing? Eight and four, I think. That's not yep. right. Yep, eight and four. You had them going eight and four. They could be that kind of team. Yeah, I mean, because I look at that division, I think I don't think Minnesota Minnesota's beatable. Uh-huh. Iowa's good, but I think they're also beatable. Northwestern's beatable. Illinois is beatable, and Nebraska I think is terrible. Yep. So I think Purdue can has a good argument to be the third best team in that conference. Uh huh. I agree. They just gotta put things together. And Oregon State beat Oregon last year, but they lose their best player, Jamar Jefferson. Mm-hmm. He ran all over Oregon. So I think they're going to be really down this year. So I'll take – I have no play on this game, but I think Purdue's going to win it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a little out of order here, but we'll talk We'll talk LSU-UCLA. Oh, yeah. I am shocked 
that LSU is still favored in this game. Mm-hmm. With everything that's happening with Hurricane Ida, them getting displaced all this time, I am shocked that they are still favored. I rushed my ticket in earlier this week at UCLA minus or plus three because I thought that was going to go down to them being favored, especially at home, especially after people what people saw against Hawaii, mm-hmm. and the line hasn't moved one bit. I know Fox even has it at four. We're looking at right now. I thought this would be a big game for LSU because you know it's probably their first trip to the Rose Bowl in forever. Yep. So LSU travels like nobody's business. They they would have been the home team, but that hurricane goes through. All these people are without power, displaced. They probably won't travel like they normally do. The players aren't even home in Baton Rouge. They're they're practicing in Houston, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were at Houston this entire week. All the signs point to UCLA having a breakout game and beating out a, a kind of distracted LSU team right now. Mm-hmm. I, like, and also with LSU, they were bad last year. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about how bad they were last yep. year. I think and part I, of it was their defensive coordinator, both leading. Yes, close. but at the same time, though, they they should have the talent on the team where no matter how badly you can coach them, they're still going to make plays, and that defense did not make plays. Nothing. And I really like UCLA's quarterback. I I love UCLA plus three. I also love the money line. They're going to win that football game. I think they're going to win the football game, too. I, I only went money line. I think UCLA wins outright. I don't even want to screw around with the three points. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go Nevada, California. I had I went hot take last year having Cal winning the Pac-12. That blew up in your face. Blew up in my COVID. COVID said nah. So COVID hits Cal. Their whole team's out for three weeks. They go. They get their schedule switched. Remember that thing? Yes. They was... played UCLA in the Rose Bowl at like nine thirty in the morning mm-hmm. on two days' notice. That just blew up in their face. They ended last year though beating Oregon. So that gives me hope when they, they had their whole team against Oregon and they beat Oregon for the first time. So I think Cal is going to be better this year. They're going to be like an 8-4, and 7-5 and five team, and they should handle a Nevada team that hasn't been able to practice at home, just like LSU because of the wildfires. See, I think Nevada is going to be a pretty good team this year. They have a really good quarterback. Some some experts projecting Carson, in the top. Carson, Carson strong. strong. Some people projecting him into the top. What top first round uh-huh. in the NFL could be draft? That kind of guy to... Yeah, I can see him kind of being like a Zach Wilson this year with BYU kind of leading this Nevada team. I don't think they're gonna be as good as BYU was last year, but I, kind of that situation where they can like beat these Power Five teams. And like you said, with with the wildfires, that does hurt them a little bit. But they're practicing at Stanford. These this entire they've been uh-huh. at Stanford, California's bitter rival. And you know California's probably been help or Stanford's probably been helping them out. Uh-huh. So yeah, I, I feel so. I I think that Nevada will win that game. Okay. I like it. Western Michigan at Michigan. I too many people are down on Michigan. They still have I, I am I am you're still, those, I'm still, still down on Michigan. Michigan. I think Michigan still has the talent. I think of every other year under Harbaugh, they're just decent. They're talented enough to beat bad teams. They're not even close to good enough to beat really good teams. I think that's gonna it's gonna be that kind of year. I think they'll beat Western Michigan by twenty some. So I got Michigan minus seventeen. Yeah, I think Michigan's good enough to beat Western Michigan. Yeah. I just don't know if they're gonna be good enough to beat other teams in the Big Ten. Well, you say that you still got them going eight four. That's what I mean about them. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. They're some people think they have a chance to challenge against Ohio State and Penn State in those roads. Michigan's gonna be the team this like. 
like I said with Arizona State, they're going to beat the teams they're supposed to beat and lose to the teams they're supposed to lose to. That's how Jim Harbaugh's done his entire career mm-hmm. at Michigan. I think it's just going to continue again this year. Like, uh, their four losses, they play Wisconsin, Penn State, Ohio State, and Washington. Washington. I haven't losing those four yet. And they're supposed to beat Washington, but it's basically a coin flip. Yeah. So either either way. But, you know what I mean? Like, they're just an okay program. They're not at the top as a lot of people think they are. Yeah. I, I even wrote in our Big Ten football preview on our website, you could, you could say the same thing about Michigan today that you could have said before 2019. So just beat the – Beat the bad teams on their schedule, lose to the best teams. Yeah, it's the exact same team. And last last year was god awful for Michigan. They were Harbaugh. We thought was almost get fired. Ended up getting a contract extension. I just don't know what's going on with that program. So I, I think they're going to beat Western Michigan. I don't know if they're going to cover, but they're going to beat them. And I think next week, next week, next week is the might be the second biggest game of John Harbaugh's career besides playing Ohio State every year. I I still think they come into Madison on October second undefeated. And everyone's going to be high on them, and See, we're going to beat the crap out of them. Well, the only their only tough game before that is Washington. Washington. Yeah, so they'll be ranked. They'll be all high on Harbaugh again. Like he's back, and then Wisconsin's going to beat the hell out of them again. Probably. Oh yeah, we're going to beat the hell out. I, whatever that line is, I am hammering Wisconsin. Wisconsin's probably going to be what like a touchdown favorite against them. Probably. And they're game. going to beat them by thirty. We got two tough games before that. We got Penn State and Notre Dame. Yeah. So we could be one and two by then. We could be. Or we could be three zero, top gonna be, five in the country. We're gonna be undefeated. I hope worried. so. Oklahoma at Tulane in Norman, Oklahoma. Yes. <laughs> very, very weird. This Oklahoma team, I think. I don't. I think out of every team in the country, I think Oklahoma's the best chance to make the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. I think not that it's guaranteed because nothing in college football is guaranteed, but they basically have a guaranteed spot in the college football playoff because there's no way. They're going to lose to Iowa State twice. Yep. There's no way that's happening. So they got Iowa State at home. Mm-hmm. So I think Oklahoma's just going to roll this year. Spencer rather another year under his belt. I, he's been he was really good ever since getting benched in that Texas game last yep. year. I think that did something to him. I don't know what Lincoln Riley said to him, but ever since then he's been really good. I think he continues that on this year. I think he's my second pick to win the Heisman. I think he's going to take second Heisman. Second, we got. Well, I'll talk about that. Yeah, we, we got national predictions later. Uh, I I'm the same way about Oklahoma. They got so much coming back. They got so many receivers coming back that they kind of chased Charleston Rambo, their biggest name receiver, out of town. Mm-hmm. He went to Miami. Spencer Rattler with a whole year starting under Lincoln Riley under his belt, he's going to be a stud. They got two running backs, kind of like the Mixon P Ryan days. They got Kennedy Brooks and Eric Gray transferred in from Tennessee. I think that's huge. When Oklahoma has a running game, they are dangerous. And a lot of people say they have a defense this year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I believe it. They're still Oklahoma, so they'll score, play high possessions and they'll allow points. Yeah, they're just going to outscore you. They're going to yeah. they're going to score you to death, basically. Yeah, and people think their defense is good enough to, to where they're playing all these possessions. They'll get enough stops to win most football games. Mm-hmm. So I, I got Oklahoma going twelve and zero, breezing to the playoff. I think I have them. They might be the one seed in the playoff. Yeah. Because everyone else put, has tough games I, along the way. Yes, I think they will be the one seed. Because, well, you're going to have to go undefeated. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a, it's not guaranteed that anyone in the SEC is going undefeated. Clemson, we'll talk about it. I don't think they're going to go undefeated. I, you know what I mean? Georgia's it. Ohio Alabama's State. Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah, they might go undefeated. But 
both of those undefeated. I think Oklahoma's your one seed. Yeah. We'll get to that later, though. Um, where are we at? Kentucky? Yes. Bill Monroe, Kentucky. Uh, I think Kentucky's really good this year. Yeah, Kentucky's bringing a lot back. I was very high on them last year. Kind of blew up in my face week one. But I still believe in them, especially – I don't trust the SEC West this year. The SEC the East. Or the East, excuse me. East. The SEC yeah, East. It's awful. Literally – Georgia and everyone else. Yes. They're bad. I so, think Florida's bad. Tennessee is bad. South Carolina and Vanderbilt are horrible. I, I think left? Mizzou. Mizzou, whatever. I think Kentucky being a, on a normal year, an under 500 team, this year could be – an eight and four team just because all teams suck that they play. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I got a nine and three. Yeah. Like they, they're, they're going to beat. Wait, how do you, oh, duh, cause they don't go to the championship. I was say, so I, I very not high in Kentucky this year, but they're going to win football games. Yep. I agree. They got Penn state transfer. Will Levis coming in. I think they have a new offensive coordinator coming in from the Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to try and plug in McVay's offense. That could be something to watch. If McVay's offense works, in the SEC, I don't know who beats Kentucky because Kentucky always plays really solid defense. Mm-hmm. So you compare them to Florida, Mizzou, all those teams I just named off, they're a lot better than them. Yeah, they're better than all. They're all. So this could be a Kentucky, uh, what's their win total? Seven and a half? Something like that. Seven. I think I might have I gone over on that. It's been a trendy one, though. Mm-hmm. Very much. Yeah. So they got UL Monroe, it's 31. I don't know. I don't have a play on that nope, game. That touch too many it. points. Too many points for a week one game. Yeah, new offense, too much. Transfer quarterback. Fordham and Nebraska. I didn't I think this is too much. I wanted to go to Nebraska, but forty and a half is still way, too much. Way too much. Nebraska's just not that good. No. I I I would not trust Nebraska minus plus or minus forty and a half against Alcorn's team. I just don't trust them. I was thinking I was thinking it'd be like thirty two Somewhere in that ball. I, I thought it'd be like 30, 31, something like that. I go Nebraska there, but 40 is just too much. They might score 45 points and allow a touchdown and you lose. Yeah. Um, Rutgers got their game pushed back from that flooding out east. Do you, do you think that impacts this game at all? No, I don't no. think so. Because I, I had Rutgers big going in the game. I still have Rutgers big going this week. They're two touchdown favorite. I don't think Temple's going to be that good. I They didn't impress me at all last year. Rutgers is going to roll second year under Greg Schiano, right? Second year? Mm-hmm. Yep, second year under Greg Schiano. I think he's starting to get his guys coming in. He's starting to build a culture. I I love Rutgers this year. I think they're going to be a very – they're going to be very much a threat to some of these bigger teams. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a bye week game anymore. No. That used to be like your bye week in the Big Ten. Wisconsin goes at Rutgers this year. It's almost a little scary. Very scary. Because they're hungry. You saw they almost beat Michigan last year. They beat – Somebody decent. Who'd they be? Um, last year? Yeah. Um, I think they they won at Michigan State week one. Yes. They were one and all. Mm-hmm. So, I have Rutgers over 500. I have them 7-5. All their playmakers back. I don't think I have them over 500. But they have Wisconsin good. transfer. What's his name? Um, Kirk Shank. Kirk Shank. I think he returned two kickoffs last year, too. He did. Isn't that crazy? That, oh, no, they beat Michigan. In, no, the, in lost, the overtime. They lost to Michigan. Oh, they did. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yes. Because it was that overtime game, correct? Yep. Okay. That okay. That was the game I was thinking of. So yeah. Good game. Rutgers but building something. Two years from now, I Rutgers them. might be the third best team in the East. I got them four and eight. Two years ago, you tell me Rutgers goes four and eight. I I'd, I'd be impressed. I 
I, I, think Rutgers, they t- I think they take that. I have Rutgers over 500. I would have never believed that in a million years. Yeah. <laughs> Fresno State at Oregon. I'm so high on Oregon this year, but I think this is a look-ahead game. Uh, yes, but the only thing last year we saw, especially with COVID and whatnot, teams that have played a game were like – teams that have not played playing against a team that have played were like 80% against the spread. I love Oregon on the spot. Okay. Just because it, I think the line came down a decent bit after people saw what Fresno State did. Mm-hmm. I really like Oregon this year. I don't think it's a look ahead, especially because it's week one. So I think Oregon's going to put it all out because they know Ohio State is putting it all out. So I I love Oregon on the spot. I'm just not sure on Oregon's ability to score points yet. They got they don't they didn't really know who their quarterback was last year, and then Tyler Show transferred away. So they got Anthony Brown. I think he came from Boston College at one point. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure on that offense. They'll be able to run the ball with C.J. Verdell. He's still there. They still have a good receiver. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. And their defense is awesome. I just don't know if it's enough to cover a 20-point spread against a decent Mountain West team. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I think they'll be like – they'll know Ohio State's coming next. Yeah. Especially in the fourth quarter of this game. Mm-hmm. And I think what helps too also is Ohio State plays tonight. So, like, they're going to be sitting on the couch watching the game mm-hmm. tonight. And same with Ohio State with them. But, like, you know what I mean? It's not like, you know what I mean? They still have, like, an extra few days to prepare. Yeah, I feel like. that helps Ohio State, I think. Mm-hmm. Rice at Arkansas. Arkansas surprised me a lot last year. I didn't think Sam Pittman was a great coach. but I still don't think he is. Yeah, I'm down on him this year. I think they, I think there's a below 500 team. Easily below 500. I think Felipe Franks um, helped them a lot last year. Mm-hmm. That transfer was huge. They got to replace him this year, find a new quarterback. I don't think they can do it. No, I don't think they can. And the SEC West is decent. Mm-hmm. You got Alabama, A and M, LSU, Ole Miss, even Auburn. Mm-hmm. The big, probably the, the second, second I consider ah. our game's there. I think it's the third biggest game. Yeah, I'd put it third. I think our game's bigger, but so honestly, I might even put it fourth. Ohio. I might have Indiana, Ohio, Iowa, Iowa. It'll be have closer. It'll be a sure. lot closer game. Yeah, but on the bigness scale, it's probably the third. Mm-hmm. Alabama, Miami, in Atlanta? No. Nope. Yes. Yeah, Atlanta. Yes. This one's Atlanta. Alabama East. Yep. <laughs> I'm. It's an interesting game because Miami's experienced and Alabama's not at all. Yes. The only thing that scares me is Derek King is still. They every everyone said he's fine. He's there's a huge hype train behind Derek King, and I'm like, I I was on it last year. Uh huh. And that worries me a little bit just because of his injury, tearing his ACL, especially very late into the season. That scares me a lot. Everyone, it's second ACL. Yes, everyone, it's second ACL, right? it is. everyone out of Miami camp is saying, oh, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine. But that's people from Miami camp saying that. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea. I'm going to take Florida or Miami just because that's just so many points for a guy who is taking, what, two snaps? What yeah. was it, two knees or whatever in the championship game? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I, you, I feel like just out of principle, I have to take Miami. This will say a lot about Alabama because they're finally replacing that wave of NFL probably pro bowlers Yes, they had come through. Because that was ridiculous. Nobody could compete with either Tua or Mac, And then Najee, Najee almost became forgotten yeah. in this mix. Because then they had Judy, they had Waddle, they had Smith, they had one more. Um, no, he's still there. The one guy is still there, I thought. Mechie is yep. still there. I think they had one more lead with Judy. 
Ruggs. Yes, Ruggs. Yes. And they had Irv Smith, the tight end. And they had, a, I think they still have another tight end. They're, it's just a factory. Yeah. But I think this is the first year where there'll be a drop off offensively because there aren't NFL Pro Bowlers starting on their offense right now. Yes. So you got to be a little hesitant. I'm still in Alabama. I didn't pick this game. I'm still in Alabama winning pretty handily because their defense is absolutely loaded this year. They got just about everything coming back. Mm-hmm. And that's dangerous for Alabama. That's dangerous for the SEC because when Alabama can play defense, they're always going to be right there. It gives Bryce Young time to develop. And who knows what Bryce Young could be. He almost won the starting job last year over Mac Jones. And then Mac Jones ends up being the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. So you got to think Bryce Young is pretty good. And if he's not good, they'll just replace him. Yeah. They got three more behind him. Yeah. But he, you're right. He is small. But is he like a Russell Wilson small? You know? He looked um, He looked. Tiny, tiny. I know, tiny. I mean, Gray is also standing behind, behind six, seven guys in Alabama line. Yeah, so I don't know how much you could take into that, but I, I like Miami to cover. Alabama thing's going to roll this year. I don't think they're going to be as good as they've been in the past, but they're still Alabama. Mm-hmm. That's just a tough number, eighteen and a half to for Alabama to cover. I wouldn't bet against. I'm never going to bet against Alabama. I did that in the championship last year. <laughs> Lost by thirty. Uh-huh. So uh, we'll move on. Cincinnati makes their debut. Against Miami, Ohio, they should breeze past them. They got everything coming back. They're literally than ever. Literally everything coming back. I think. I think they have twenty-two out of twenty-two. Yeah, and they're loaded. It's just whether they can make that next step. They got two big-time road games coming up. At which one's first? At Indiana's first? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good question. I think, I think Indiana's first. I think I got it right here. I think Indiana's first. Yep. At Indiana, week three. At Notre Dame, week. Five. After Notre Dame plays Wisconsin. After Notre Dame plays Wisconsin. I don't think Notre Dame is very good this year. I don't think so either. But it's Notre Dame. Yeah, and those are both winnable games. We'll talk national later, but Cincinnati is absolutely, absolutely a contender in the college football playoff landscape. Very much. Because they got, they got a tough schedule. Mm-hmm. Indiana at Iowa should be a really good game to keep an eye on. I wouldn't watch this game because it's going to be a grinder. I think Iowa is going to absolutely destroy Indiana in this game. I think Iowa is competing with Wisconsin for the West. Indiana, I think, was a fraud last season. It showed, I was I was always skeptical of Indiana all year. That bowl game against Ole Miss, I felt so vindicated. I do not trust Indiana at all this year. I just don't – I think their quarterback's a little overrated. I think the coach's a little overrated. I do not trust anything about Indiana this year. So I, I wrote it down again in my – Big Ten preview. You go back to their wins last year. They win that Penn State game. They absolutely should not have won that. Penn State could have ran out the clock and ran Yeah, Penn State literally lost that game. They did everything they could. And even then, you could say they didn't win that game because I think Penix might have been short still. Uh, It was 50-50 there. It was 50-50, yeah. And then after that, they played Ohio State. Uh That's the game where they were down by 30. Yep, they got back in. People got on their train because they put up all these yards in garbage time. I don't think Penix is that type of player where that everyone's making him out to be. No. He's got hurt both his years already. Mm-hmm. Both leg injuries, I think. Yep. It's just like we said with Derek, Derek King. I don't know if you can trust him for a whole year. And I don't know if he's that good to be to start the season at Iowa, coming off an injury against Iowa's defense. I, I think it'll be a tight game just because it's Big Ten. I don't think Iowa boat races him, but I think they easily cover three and a half. I think it's like a 10-point. 10-point game, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I'm easily Iowa's covering this game. Yeah. West Virginia at Maryland, we're, I think we're 
in opposite boats here. I think Maryland's going to have a decent year. I think I have them going ten, or seven and five, mm-hmm. five and seven, a good five and seven. I think Talia Tagovailoa, decent quarterback. They got most of their offensive playmakers coming back. I think I said in the preview, they'll outscore teams with bad defenses. I don't think West Virginia's defense is good. I think Maryland can outscore them at home. I think that's a home game. Yes, it is. Yeah. See, I, I just can't trust. Mar- See, I'm a, I'm a year away with Maryland. Like next year, I, I'm gonna be like with the Rutgers with Maryland. Like this year, I think they're a year away from being good. I just don't think this year is the year they can put it all together. Personally, I think West Virginia is still. I mean, they're not the greatest team in the world, but I still think they're better than Maryland. So I th- I still like West Virginia in this game. Okay. I'm, I'm just behind. I like what Maryland did last year. They went, remember, at Penn State, and they boat raced them. I think they might have had a couple more decent wins that made me be high on them. I just think they can put up points on most teams. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Louisiana Tech, Mississippi State. I don't have much to say about Mississippi State. I just think they're an average team this year. Yeah, I, yeah, they're going to be decent. They not, Another year with Mike Leach. He's still trying to get his guys in. He kind of already did like thirty. They got rid of like thirty. Yeah, they're just players young. during this. Yeah, they're a very young team. Mm-hmm. So I think next year is the year for Mississippi State, but they're going to be decent this year. Even then, do you, are you like fully on the Mike Leach train? Because I don't know if I am. Because like, oh, I love. Mike I don't Leach. know if the air raid, the true air raid he runs, can really bring you to a championship level, especially in this conference. No, I. But yeah, I don't think it will get you to a championship level, but. I don't think Mississippi State is going for a champion. You know what I mean? I don't think Mississippi uh, – yes, in the grand scheme of things, every team is trying to win it all. But Mississippi State is just, trying, is just trying to get relevant in the SEC. Again. Occasional yeah. season. Yeah, they had that with Dak a few years ago. I think that's just all they're trying to replicate. Because mm-hmm. it's going to be a long time until Mississippi State can win an SEC championship. Oh, yeah. Central Michigan at Mizzou. Mizzou's just another decent team. They, it seems like they are every year. Yeah, Missouri, yeah, they're gonna be decent. A lot of people are high on their quarterback. Quarterback was decent last year. A lot of people think they're gonna make he's gonna make a big step up. I I mean they're gonna beat Central Michigan just because they have better talent. But Missouri in the long run, I think they're gonna be decent. I think they're like a seven and five team. Something in a bad yeah. division. Yeah. In a really bad division. Yeah. UMass at Pitt. You you had Pitt, I think, doing pretty well. Mm, not that I remember. Let me check here. Oh, six and six. We both had them going six and six. But in that division where there's a couple dumpster fires, like yeah, they're in the same division. What, with, with Virginia Tech, yeah, like they they just win games. Yeah, they're gonna win games. I think they have a pretty easy non-conference schedule as well. So especially UMass who didn't play last year, I, that's just a cakewalk for them. I don't know if they're gonna cover the 38 though, but it's gonna be a cakewalk. I didn't know a lot of people were really really high on Pitt last year. I guess they have like decent, you know, late round NFL players all over their roster and. It, they had a returning quarterback, and it just didn't pan out. Mm-hmm. So I think if it doesn't pan out last year, why would it pan out? It's not going to pan out this year. Yeah. Iowa State, we already kind of talked about them a little bit with Oklahoma. They should run all over Northern Iowa. They're a really good team. Reese Hall's back. Brock Purdy's back. Most, I think all their defense might be back. I think every single one, yes. And this is their year. I think they sold – I sent you guys that stat. They sold out like 48,000 season tickets. Mm-hmm. That's absurd. Yeah. A lot of people are buying the Iowa State this year. I think, I think they just run into the problem where they just have Oklahoma. And you know, I mean, I think I don't think Brock Purdy's good enough. I think Brock Purdy's decent enough. I mean, he's good enough to win you football games. He's not going to have you go far. But they're going to be, they're going to be just outside. 
in the New Year's Six Bowl. They're going to be in New Year's Six Bowl. They're just not going to be in the playoffs. The second best team in the conference. Yep. Clearly, I think by far the second best team in the conference. I think Oklahoma State might push them. We'll talk about them. They're coming up in a couple games. San Jose State at USC. Um, San Jose State, you said, as a quarterback coming back? Yes, C.J. Strout, who's been – That's Ohio State quarterback. Or no, that's C.J. Strout. Um, uh, what's his name? He just played um, – uh, Starkle. Okay, he's been, Nick, Nick Starkle. He's been in college football for like 10 years now. And he's he's been good. We saw that last year. They were good. I just think USC – I have USC being really, really good this year. So I I think USC is going to run all over them. I did, and like I said with earlier, they haven't played yet. San Jose State has played. So USC has had a whole week to prepare for them. So I think I think this is going to be a pretty easy game for USC. USC finally like sniffed what it felt like to be in that playoff conversation last year. It's mm-hmm. been so long since they've been up there. I made a very – I was all on USC to make the playoff last year yeah. if they won the Pac-12. And they just ran into Oregon at wrong place, wrong time. And they shouldn't have played Oregon either. Yeah, they should have played Washington. Mm-hmm. I think they could have beat Washington last year. They would have easily beaten Washington yeah. last year. USC is a – they got their talented program. It's just when can they put it all together? And patience is getting kind of low for Clay Hill. Mm-hmm. I think they're a ten and two team. I think they handled San Jose State. Yeah. So Nick Starkle was a class of twenty sixteen high schooler. Yes. Jeez. Yeah. So he's been a long time. Was we were, that we were class of twenty nineteen? Yeah. He enrolled at Texas A and M in twenty sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> he's been around for a long time. Yeah, that's crazy. Um. Campbell at Liberty, the game's not much to talk about, but Hugh Freeze built something at Liberty last year, and they got their quarterback coming back. He's almost – he's like a dark horse Heisman guy. Mm-hmm. See, I – Liberty just – I mean, they play in a group of five. Do they have – I don't think they play any power – what's their non-conference yeah, they don't, I don't, I don't think, think they play, play any non-conference schedule. games. Good. I don't think they play any good non-conference games, so I think that hurts them a lot. So, I mean, Liberty's going to be good, but they're just not going to – they're going to be playing against inferior opponents all the time. And last year they played – a few power five teams, and that's what kind of got them in the conversation. But this year, I don't think they do. No, I I would say I don't think they play any power five teams this year. Actually, no, they play Ole Miss. Ole Miss, so that's a huge team. That's a big freeze against. You freeze against his old team. Yeah, but, Ole Miss, and they got they play Louisiana at home. Ooh, that's a that's a hell of a game. That's pretty good. That's going to decide the division right there. I think Liberty loses to at Ole Miss, but they'll be undefeated in conference. Oh yeah, both teams probably. Mm-hmm. So that's a big time game late in the season. Um, go to Auburn. Yep. I'm not too low on Auburn. I think they have a lot coming back. It's just like I don't, I don't really like their hire. No, I don't like their hire, and I don't like Bonex. Yeah. That's all it comes down to. Yeah. I mean, I think my preview for them, uh, it'll come out tomorrow. But I think my preview for them is the same as last year. It's like, who is Bonex? Bonex was sucks. it? Was it the coach last year? Was it Bonex or was it both? And I think we'll find that out pretty soon, as soon as they start SEC play. Mm-hmm. Um, Oklahoma State, Missouri State. I, I like Oklahoma State a lot this year. They kind of got caught up in some off the field issues last year. They weren't as focused. They had such Oklahoma State's like the program where if you have high expectations, you're gonna underperform. Mm-hmm. They always underperform. You sleep on them though, they'll catch you by surprise. I think they have a lot coming back silently this year. Juba Hubbard wasn't that great last year. I thought their backups showed a lot more explosiveness when. Chuba got hurt, and I think they'll start this year, and I think they'll be like a nine-win team. Yeah, I, they're going to be good, but I think it's mainly just because the Big 12 isn't that good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go down to – oh, this game. I, I was, I've was i been torn on this game for like a long time because I think these two teams are just about exactly the same. Yeah. 
uh, Georgia Clemson. It's by far the game of the week. It's Duke's Mayo kickoff. It might be the game of the year. Mm-hmm. I I think besides maybe Alabama Texas A&M later in the year, but I think this is good. I think this is the game of the year. It'll be a really tight game. It's gonna be a really good game. I love Georgia in this game. Georgia. Okay. I love Georgia. I was on them all last year. I love JT Daniels. Ever once we saw him get in, that Georgia team was just different with with JT Daniels over. Um, I don't even know who they had last year at quarterback, but he was awful. But Georgia was a different Stetson, team. It's Stetson Bennett. Stetson and Bennett. Some other guy. Yeah, he was awful. I scared me a little bit in the bowl game against Cincinnati, but also I don't think Georgia really wanted to be there. So I don't know how much to take that into effect. So, but they still they still beat Cincinnati either way. And the only thing that scares me, they're a little bit injured, but I don't think Georgia's got five star guys all over the place. So I think we're rolling just fine. Yeah, I like I picked Georgia in this game because I think they have a little more experience in playmaking than Clemson does. They're both so evenly matched. Georgia's strength running the ball, they got two great running backs, James Cook and Samir White, but they're running into that Clemson front, which is the best in the country. Absolutely mm-hmm. nasty. I think Clemson might be a little weak in the secondary, so I think JT Daniels is a little more experienced now. He's threw downfield a lot better last year, but they're missing George Pickens. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. How do they replace George Pickens' playmaking? That'll be huge for them, especially when they go to the SEC championship. George JT Daniels also, I think, was top 20 in yards downfield attempts. Yeah. I think he averaged like a 15-yard downfield attempts. So I, he, Georgia loves to throw the ball. Yeah, five-star guys. I mean, so is Clemson, obviously. Like, Ernest five-star guys all over the place. I think, if I look at it, I think Clemson's defense is slightly better. I like Georgia quarterback more, and Georgia's offense a little bit better. So I, I think I'm going to take the offense in this game and take Georgia's. Mm-hmm. Clemson, DJ Ugalele had such a good two games. But, like, you look at DJ's game against Notre Dame, they lost against Trevor's game against Notre Dame. They blew Notre Dame out of the freaking water. Mm-hmm. So how much of that was DJ's inexperience early in the game? Because remember, they got down early in that Notre Dame game. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that yardage from DJ was coming back in that game. So I'm a little skeptical on DJ. And they have they don't have, like, any playmakers. No. ETN's gone. Rodgers is gone. They have Ross back. Is he healthy, though? I think yeah. that could decide this game. Mm-hmm. If Ross is, like, who he was when they won the national championship over Alabama, making, like, absurd NFL catches, Clemson's a better team here. If he's, like... Only part of what that guy was, I think Georgia's the better team here. Yeah, I'm taking Georgia. I it's a coin toss game. I'm just gonna take the team I think is better, and that's Georgia. Yep, more complete team. I'll go Georgia. Florida, I think Florida's down this year. Oh, yeah, I don't think Florida's gonna be that good this year. They lost way too much. Their defense was horrible last year. They don't even have much coming back on that side of the ball. No, Dan Mullins. Be... Yeah, Dan Mullins. I think he's a good coach. I just don't think he's got the talent on the field. He'll come down to Emory Jones, and he's been their backup for like five two, years. Three years now. Yeah. yeah, he's been there forever. So I, I just don't see it. They were they lost all four of their game or three of their four games they lost was because Kyle Pitts didn't play last year. Yep, they don't have Kyle Pitts on the field this year. Nope. I don't think they'll be that great. Virginia, just a solid ACC team. Yeah, they're you, you were high on them, but you had them going like three and nine. Just you probably just had them losing the 50-50. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's mainly just because of the quarterback play. I think uh-huh. in every other game, the other guy had a better, the other team had better quarterbacks. I think they'll be right in the middle of the ACC. They were in the championship two years ago. Everyone, everyone in that division was in the championship two years ago. That division's crazy. I think if you go through the cycle, I think it's Duke's turn to make that. Oh, yeah, that's not going to happen though. Not their year. Um, Illinois plays 
this is like I've heard it's a trap game for Illinois. I don't know anything about San Antonio, but it's only a five and a half point spread after Illinois had a statement game against Nebraska. Uh, everyone, I've been hearing a lot about UTSA how they're going to be good this year. Illinois coming off a big win with Brett Bielema. I think it might be a little bit of a hangover game. I wouldn't be shocked if they lose, but I'm still going to take them to win the game. But I would take UT, UTSA plus the five and a half, and I think Illinois is going to win the game. I think Illinois wins too. And Bielema's just solid. Bielema always seems to run away with, against these lesser teams. Mm-hmm. Georgia Tech, I want to talk about Georgia Tech real quick. They got Northern Illinois. I think they're building something silently at Georgia Tech. They used to run that, like, Naval Academy style offense. Really. Yeah, the wishbone triple handoff. option. They quit that. They have a younger quarterback, that Jeff Sims. It mm-hmm. looks like he can sling it, but he made so many mistakes last year. You got to think in the second year, running a new offense, Georgia Tech might be a s- sneaky, decent team in the ACC. I, I don't know. Um, all these, yeah, just the ACC is all weird because they're all decent. Nobody's like stand out between all those guys. So it's just very weird to predict the ACC this year. I don't think it'll show for Georgia Tech this year, but like maybe two years down the road, and this Jeff Sims guy is a senior, they might be back to where they could push teams like, who would you say is up there, NC State? Yeah, NC State. Uh, Miami in a down year. Mm-hmm. Something like a team like that. They'll be talked about compared to like, what were they, 2-10 two, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Big one, Texas A&M. I like them a lot this year. I'm really high on them. You're saying I'm a year too early? <laughs> I was a year too early on them last, last year. Last year, yeah. I think you were. Because I think they'll have a, like, they'll have a quarterback that can make more plays than Kellen Mond could last year. I mm-hmm. think he was very limited last year, and they kind of played that way. They kind of played conservative on offense, and it wasn't enough to take down a team like Alabama. It was enough to beat Florida, which makes me feel like this year – when they have that kind of quarterback, they can beat teams like Alabama, especially when they play Alabama at home in front of 100,000 fans. Mm-hmm. I I still love Texas A&M. I, they get Alabama early, which I think helps mm-hmm. a lot. The thing that worries me about them is I could see them easily just choking down the line and losing the, losing the teams they shouldn't lose to. I think they could, they could lose that LSU game mm-hmm. at the end of the year. They always seem to do that. They did it with Johnny, I think. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they got – Pretty much everything back, right? Yeah, besides the quarterback. Ton back. I think they might even be better off at quarterback. I don't think this guy would start over Kellen Mond, but under Jimbo Fisher, quarterbacks do pretty well. You see what happened to Florida State after he left. Yeah. They haven't found a quarterback since then. Nope. So what's his name? What's the quarterback's name? Um, God, I can't even think of it. I got Texas guy in my head. So That's do I. Hard. Um, it's Isn't it CJ? Is it CJ again? <sighs> oh, the running back's... Spiller? Yep, CJ, or not CJ, not CJ Spiller. Um, I'm, I'm, Isaiah I'm, Spiller. Isaiah Spiller, yeah. It is, hold on. Their quarterback, Haynes King. Yes, there King, it is. Haynes King, that's it's, it. They're high on him down there. And with Jimbo coaching him, they got a really good tight end. They should have playmakers because Jimbo has recruited with like the top 10 teams in the country every year. Mm-hmm. And this is where those guys get older. They're like juniors and seniors. I think this could be their year to – I mean, if they're going to take it down on LBM, I think they have to do it this year. It's this year. While they're down. Yep. Same with Wisconsin and Ohio State. You, this is like your opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I'm high on them. I got them. Spoiler for tomorrow's preview. I think I had them winning the SEC. Or maybe, at least the SEC West. I haven't decided on them against Georgia yet. I love Georgia. I know you do. <laughs> Vanderbilt, they have a new coach. So they're a little more, they might be a little more competitive they're, this year. But they're, they're going over. They're the worst team in the SEC. Yep. 
TCU's a sleeper this year. TCU. Mm-hmm. They're a sleeper this year. Uh, they're going to be all right, I think. Just another 8-4 Big 12 team? Yeah, basically. They'll be better than they have been. Washington, you're super high on. I love Washington this year. Love Washington this year. I think we saw it earlier this year, or years before that Washington has the capability to push into the top four. I don't think they do it this year, but I think they have the possibility to do it next year. I think I might be. I think I might be like with Texas A&M this year with them. I think I might be a year too early on them because I think Oregon's beatable this year. I think that that everyone else in that division is down this year. I think they could easily do fine. I think they're going to beat Michigan. I'm very high on Washington this year. Mm-hmm. I think they're in that situation like, let's say, I think I compared it to Wisconsin with Mertz. Yeah, like, we had Jack Cohen, but you had Graham Mertz. They have a five-star quarterback under their current starting quarterback. So do they want to pull that trigger? Is that freshman ready? Because if that freshman's ready and he wants to step in, they could be like a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Their schedule's easy. I think their toughest games are at home besides Michigan, and they can beat Michigan without that guy. Yeah. So it's, it's just something to watch out there. It's the quarterback dilemma. Um, Washington State's right there. They're, they're all right. They're a decent team. Nothing special. No. Second year under a head coach, right? Since yep, Leach since left. left. Yep. So you watch for some, something to build there. I don't think they're that good, though. Nope. Arizona, BYU. Do you think BYU drops off a bit after Zach Wilson left? Yes. I think but, they drop off bad. Yes, but they also play maybe arguably one of the worst power five teams yep. in the nation. Arizona. Arizona. They're so bad. I still picked Arizona to cover that spread. They took Michigan's defensive coordinator. Yeah, they got a new coach. I think they got uh, – it's – can't remember the coach. It was a Patriots guy, I think. Uh-huh, I think so. Their quarterbacks, Patriots quarterback coach. Name's escaping me, but they have him. I don't know. This, they lost literally everybody. Jed Fish. They lost everybody. So Jed Fish and their offensive coordinator is Pete Carroll's son, Brennan Carroll. There you go. But they lost Khalil Tate. They lost uh, the running AJ Taylor last uh-huh. year. The, uh, They're switching to a pro style system. Yeah, it's a completely different system. I just don't trust Arizona this year whatsoever. Just, it's one of my picks of the, for this week, though. I think they can hang with BYU. Twelve and a half is a weird number. I think they can get under that. Mm-hmm. Sunday game. Notre Dame, Florida State. A lot of people on Florida State, which scares me a little bit, but I don't think Notre Dame's that good. No, I don't think Notre Dame is either. But Florida State has a win, but seven and a half. I think Florida State can make things interesting. And no, they definitely can, but Florida State last year was just so bad. I mean, I know they'd be... Was it their first or second year under Norvell, though? I think it was their second. Second. I think so. Again, you look for them to build something. Mm-hmm. Either, they beat North Carolina. Too. They did beat North Carolina. That's what scares me a little bit in taking Notre Dame. But I'm just going to take the better coach and take the better quarterback and take the better defense. I'm just going to take Notre Dame. Uh-huh. Uh, it'll be something to watch Jack Cohen. It will be. It's going to be. It's going to feel weird. I don't know. If he, if he, I keep seeing Jack Cohen highlights in like Notre Dame practices. I'm like, he's just making five-yard out route throws, and they're making a big deal out of it. Like he did that for his whole career at Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Nobody said a thing. It's interesting. There's a lot of hype around Notre Dame now that they've been in the playoffs a couple of, couple of the past few years. Mm-hmm. So two of the last three now? Or? Two of the last, yes. Two of the last four. Maybe. I think it's two of the last, well, definitely two of the last four. Yeah. I, I can't remember. It's been, I, those years get mixed up with me. I just think it's a, it's a down year, and they play better teams this year. They got mm-hmm. USC come, at Notre Dame. They got Wisconsin. They got North Carolina. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Florida State. I don't they have think, a very tough schedule. Yeah, I don't even think they have any gimmies. 
No, I don't think so at all. So they should play some competitive games this year. If nothing else, they'll be on national TV every week. They will be. <laughs> Louisville, Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss just pounds Louisville. I think Louisville's horrible. That, I, I don't think Louisville's going to be as bad as a lot of people do, but Ole Miss, they're going to score points. They're on the fast track at – where is this? It's at – um. It's not at Ole Miss. Is that one in Orlando? I think so. It's at a. It's a, no. It's in a dome. I think. Oh, I can't remember. It's awesome. somewhere. Check that out. But uh, it's Ole Miss. They're going to score a bunch of points. They're also going to allow a bunch of points. But I just think they outpace yeah. Louisville. Atlanta. Yeah, it's at Atlanta. Yeah, that's right. They will outpace Louisville in the end. It's only, the spread's only ten points too, which I scares think. me a little bit. But Louisville, I don't. Their coach literally said the best thing about Louisville is the airport. I think that's not good, especially with what was it, his first year, I think. Yeah. So I think the fans are going to turn on quick. But Ole Miss, uh, it's another year under Lane Kiffin. Uh, Kurt, what's Corral's first name? Matt Corral. Matt Corral. He's Dark, Dark Horse, Horse Heisman. Heisman yeah. I think that Ole Miss is going to roll. I think Ole Miss could have a really solid year. They have a lot coming back offensively. It's just how many teams can they outscore? Mm-hmm. Because they will not play defense. I got the over in that game, even though it's 75 and a half. I, I just think they'll keep scoring. Mm-hmm. I think both teams are pretty bad defensively. Lastly, national predictions to wrap it up. You want to give your playoff? Yeah. In no particular order, it's going to be Oklahoma, Ohio State, Clemson, and Georgia. Um, if I had to put an order, probably. Oklahoma one, I should know. Georgia one, Oklahoma two, Ohio State three, Clemson four. So I think Clemson's gonna have one loss, and I think those other three are gonna be undefeated. Okay. My playoff will go. I think Georgia's gonna get the one because they're gonna beat um, Clemson. They're gonna run through the SEC, and then it's that championship game. Do they beat A and M or not? Uh, two, Oklahoma. They should be undefeated. Yep. Three, I'll go I'll go Clemson. I think they're still better than everyone in the ACC. All their tough ACC games that would be tough are at home. Mm-hmm. So they should breeze through that. They should only have one loss. They'll get the three. Then I got Oregon. I set them high on Oregon this whole this whole thing. I like what Cristobal has done at Oregon. If they can just get to the Pac-12 with one loss, and if they can get that Ohio State game, I think that would propel them into the playoff over a Big Ten team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, that game that could come down to the Ohio State Oregon game because Ohio State could have one loss, and that's one loss to Oregon, yep. and that's what keeps them out. Yep, right on. In national championship, I like Oklahoma. I love Georgia. I'm. I know this is going to absolutely blow up in my face because I don't trust Kirby Smart that much as a coach, but this is the year for Georgia. I'm not saying if they don't win at all, it's on the hot. Like if Georgia, if they do not go to the playoff, I would not be shocked. If Kirby Smart gets fired. Fired. If they don't make the playoff, yeah. yes. I like Kirby Smart is like Georgia. We know what Georgia is going to be with Kirby Smart. They're going to go to the SEC title game. They might win. They might lose, and then go to the playoff and then lose right away. This year, I think they're going to be undefeated, number one seed, best team in the country. And for all we know, Kirby Smart might shit the bed in the first round against another good team in a rematch. Yeah, rematch with Clemson. Yeah, I, I think that would be worst case scenario for Georgia if they beat Clemson the first time and then have to play them again. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'd like that. I think they'd be better off against Ohio State. Mm-hmm. But I like Oklahoma because they're just they're the most complete team that I trust in that group right now. I think I see flaws in Georgia's receiving. I see 
flaws in Clemson's playmaking. I see flaws in Oregon's quarterback. Ohio State's secondary. Alabama, what do they have on offense? Mm-hmm. I think Oklahoma's got the most complete team right now, so I'd put my money behind them in the preseason. We'll see a couple weeks from now mm-hmm. how that pans out. Yep. Uh, Heisman? JT Daniels. JT, yeah, if George is going to be. If George is going to be as good as I can't remember who I was listening to a podcast. It was Brett McMurphy. It was Brett McMurphy. He said it was something about they were talking about futures. It was basically like the Heisman winners always goes basically to the best player on the best team. And so it was basically like if you think, um, like, let's say Ole Miss is going to be really good this year, forget about Ole Miss to win whatever, put on Matt Crowell to win the Heisman. Like, do all these other stuff. I think J- if Georgia is going to be as good as I think they are going to be, JT Daniels will win the Heisman. So I think those two, like, go together hand in hand. So I'm not even saying, like, J- Georgia to win the SEC might be, what, like, plus 300 or whatever. JT Daniels win the Heisman right now is plus, like, 1,400. So, I mean, like, those coincide together, basically. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to bet against Spencer Rattler and the Oklahoma Heisman machine. I don't – I don't see anyone else standing out. My dark horse would be that A&M quarterback, Haynes King, mm-hmm. if Jimbo can put something together there. See, the thing is that's throwing me off is the best quarterback in college football. I, I shouldn't say that because of Joe Burrow. But, like, the best quarterback year in throughout, Trevor Lawrence has not won the Heisman. I think Spencer Rattler is going to be the best quarterback, but he's just not going to win the Heisman, if that makes sense. Like, Trevor Lawrence makes me, like, wonder about Trevor Lawrence in the NFL. Like, how did he never win a Heisman? He just never put up really the numbers of Clemson. You know, well, no. he's just solid. Well, he lost to what Joe Burrow, lost to Devontae. I don't think he should have lost to Devontae Smith. But that's a different story for another day. And who who was his freshman year? Well, he didn't play all of his freshman year, so that's why. Yeah. But he so basically he basically did though his whole freshman year. Interesting. He just, he just never put up the numbers, and in the biggest games, he got beat by an all-time LSU team. Got beat by Fields. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. I'm, I can't wait to see Jacksonville play this year. In the NFL. I don't know. I just want to see how that Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence thing pans out. Because there's a ton of pressure on them. I don't think more else, I think. You don't think it'll pan out? I don't think it'll pan out either. But I don't think it's not going to I think it's not gonna pan out because of Trevor Lawrence. I think it's not going to pan out because of Urban Meyer. Okay. It's, it's just interesting. I, don't, I think Trevor Lawrence looks weird on an NFL field right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm interested to see how he pans out. Best college quarterback in years. Yeah. Probably since Andrew Locke. Yep, that's a great comparison. I, I literally think it's the best quarterback since Andrew Luck. Right at least quarterback prospect since Andrew yeah. Luck. All right, after the whip. Oh, we're missing Nick today. We hope he's a busy guy. We hope he calls in sometimes, and we're looking to start some baseball content with him. So we'll see how things go. Brewers playoffs, Yankees playoffs. Where the Cubs at? <laughs> I, think, I told Nick they are going to finish below 500. He's calling me stupid in my face. Uh, you might have won that bet already. I think I have. I think I think they have. You might be a couple days away. Hold on, let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check this right now. How many wins they have as of this second? Is there, was there anything put on that? We might have we, losing. I don't think we did, but I vividly remember saying the Cubs have 75 losses, so they need what eight more. I might have to listen back. I think eight we did. more losses for a summer oh, long break. I also, think we did a baseball preview. We did, and also I had Shohei Otani to win the MVP. So yeah, you're running I, away. With I I just won that. I I won. Because I went back, I'm like, I know I picked Otani. I'm like, yep, I did. So I'm like, Gary Cole, Cy Young makes a comeback here to match it. I don't think it will. But who's ahead of him right now? Um, um, uh, see, this is why we're getting baseball guys to do this. Yeah, I can't remember, but I know he's not the favorite. I know he's not the favorite. Oh, who is AL Cy Young? Oh. I want to say Otani, but I know it's not that. 
I don't like how Willie Adamas is getting slept on for NL MVP. What's the Brewers' record since they got Adamas? Very, very, very high. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be the best in baseball, maybe besides the Dodgers. Mm. Dodgers. Actually, no, I, no, I lied. Garrett Cole is the favorite. Lance Lynn is who I was thinking of. Lance Lynn was the favorite, but then he started to fall off. Well, Garrett Cole's in front now? Yes. There we go. There we go. I don't think my other predictions are panning out, though. No. Well, mine towards ACL a few weeks ago, or a few months ago. The Rays are winning the East again. Of course they are. Um, White Sox. They're going to the Astros. Astros, yeah. right? Yep. They're going to walk. You had the Brewers, though. So. I did have the Brewers. I had the Braves. Uh, again, I was, a year, I was a year early on the Reds, too. That pisses me off. Do you think Nick brought this up to me? Do you think the Reds hold off the Padres? They got that spot. No. No? As of right now, they don't, actually, I don't think. I think as of right now, the Padres might have it by a half game right now. Yeah. They played two That's games a half today. game. Whatever. I still think they're going to finish ahead of them. I hope so, because that wild card game. It is a half game. You're right. That West Coast wild card game would be insane. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be must watch baseball. Mm-hmm. Very much must watch baseball. And I want the Brewers not to start losing, but like slow down the winning a little bit. Because <laughs> I don't want us to be the number one seed. You definitely don't want to be the number one seed. No, I want to play the Braves in the yeah. first round. I don't want to play the Padres or the Reds well, we want to or the home, Dodgers. We want to be home against or the Braves Giants. Too. So we want we don't want to slow down too much. Oh God, no, we're twelve games ahead of the Braves. Oh, okay. We're fine. We're fine there. The, the Reds have a more better chance of catches than the Braves. It's magic number season. It is magic. One number of my season. favorite seasons. The best season. Magic number season. Uh, hopefully, our baseball guys jump on that more. Mm-hmm. All right, after the whistle. See ya.